Movies Are a Thing is a weekly podcast going over the movies premiering this week and any other movie-related tangents we decide to venture off onto. Hello and welcome to Movies Are a Thing. My name is John. And I'm Travis. And here are the movies premiering this week. But before we do that, Travis. Yes, sir. Hello. Hi. How's your week been going? It's been it's been a week. Uh, I just <laughs> nothing new has happened in my life yet, so that's fantastic. Um, let's see, just the same old, same old as I always do. I just work. That's pretty much all I do, man. I uh, hear you. Uh, yeah, but I, I I didn't have a chance to watch a movie, but I did watch a show. Which one? I watched all of Adam's Family. Or, I'm sorry, not Adam's Family. Wednesday, I do apologize. <laughs> How was that? <laughs> it was actually... It was a lot better than I expected it to be. Okay. okay. I thought I thought Jenna Ortega did a fantastic job as Wednesday. Um, I, I wasn't sure what to think of uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones and... What's his face is Gomez. Uh, Luis Guzman? Luis Guzman. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, like, the first episodes that they're in, I was like, eh. But then as you see them more, they kind of grow on you. So. Very nice. Be prepared for that. And Christina Ricci was also fantastic. But I think the highlight of the series was probably, uh, I think of her name, Gwendolyn Christie. Oh, yeah, I heard she was she in there. Was I just fantastic. didn't. I didn't know that, or I didn't. I, I didn't know she had that big of a part. Mm-hmm. She sure did. Sure, Very sure nice. did. Yeah, but yeah. Other than that, oh, I didn't okay. watch a whole lot. Uh, did you watch anything? Here's the thing, I was yeah. going to. Uh huh. And then I didn't have time. Oh, okay. But I, here, here's the other thing. I, I, I specifically was like, okay, this this weekend I'm gonna take some time. I'm gonna go watch a movie. Mm-hmm. You know, I I didn't know if I was gonna go try to catch Violent Night or if I was gonna watch Senior on Netflix or anything like that. Okay. But, uh, Thursday night, uh, my sister comes into the house and is like, our garage door is making a weird noise and it's not working. Oh. oh. So. Uh, I'm, you know, it's like fantastic. Love to hear it. I go out to the garage and try to open it up, and all I get is just. Well, that's not a sound you want to hear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Uh, it. It basically it, it's a screwdriver that opens and closes the door. Uh huh. And I think on the the actual like carriage that attaches to the door that moves the door up and down. Mm-hmm. The teeth on that, I think, either sheared or got ground off some way, shape, or form. Oh, no. And so, like, if I sat there and hit the button and tried to lift up the door, it kind of started to lift up and, like, didn't make the noise until mm-hmm. I couldn't lift it up anymore. And then it made the noise as it dropped down. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So my garage door was kaput. Oh, no. Okay. So Friday, I couldn't go into work because my car was stuck in the garage. And like, oh no! I mean, almost—I don't think I know of any garage doors here that have the you know automatic opener that don't have like a manual override for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one that we have for our door doesn't really work. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. So my, my car was literally stuck in there until I could fix my garage door. Oh, no. So you had a full day off on Friday and you still didn't have a chance to watch any. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. Because uh-huh. uh, basically I stole my sister's car and went to Menards and got a new garage oh, okay. door opener. <laughs> and so Friday and Saturday was me replacing the garage door opener. Gotcha. Okay. That makes more sense then. All right. And then Sunday we went and got our Christmas tree. As you do, of course. Right. So now our house smells just amazing and I love it. <laughs> but yeah, I was, I, I had plans. I was like, okay, on like Friday after work or Saturday during the day or something, I'm just going to go and uh, go watch a movie. Yeah. That, hmm. that did not plan. That did not pan out. No, I'm sorry, man. That sucks. <laughs> and I spent a little bit more than I would have at a movie. Okay, there you go. Way more than I wanted to. Oh, I get you. Yeah, I'm sure garage door openers are not uh, are not cheap. Yeah, well, like they didn't have any of the any of the screw drive models. Okay. So it was either a chain drive or a belt drive, or okay. a direct drive that like attaches to the wall of the garage. I don't know. It was weird. I didn't mm-hmm. really look at that. But now our garage is very very quiet. Well, that's good. I mean. Yeah, and the manual release works really well. Mm-hmm. And like, oh yeah, that's the other thing. I know it was the garage door opener that was causing the issues with the manual release because after I took the old one off, I went to go open my garage door. Mm-hmm. Two fingers on each hand, I was able to lift it up all the way. Whereas before, I did the manual release and I could not lift that thing. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just amazed. Like, is that garage door just like completely heavy or what? No, there was a, there must have been something going on with the with the old uh, garage door opener where like it wasn't fully releasing or something like that. Okay. And so like it it literally would take uh, me, my sister, and like somebody else to be able to actually like open up the door. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Whereas after I took it down and it was just the door and the door you know door already already had the spring and the counterweights and everything that it needed, uh, I was literally able to just lift it up with four fingers total okay all right it was uh what's the word ridiculous <laughs> sounds like it man jeez <clears throat> but no it's really quiet and i'm good with that well there there you go a win a exactly. win in my book exactly exactly just like uh there's gonna be some people winning the oscars jumping right into <laughs> our uh, movie news uh, nice segue i like it <laughs> yeah, thank you thank you uh, so basically the Oscars are going to be coming up here pretty quick, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently they are going to be broadcasting all of the categories for the Oscars. Uh, I mean, before, you know, they would take some of the, what they consider to be lesser Oscars and they would give those away during the, the TV breaks. Mm-hmm. But apparently now that it's going to be just the full broadcast is going to, it's going to oh, show okay. uh, all of the different Oscars. I think they're trying to get viewers. Huh. Interesting. Hmm. Like, I I guess, in my opinion, it's like people have been kind of like the the watching attendance for the Oscars has been going down year by year, hasn't it? It has. Okay. I was just surprised that that adding more that that they would think adding more would bring in more viewers. Like, I could see them like just sticking to like the main like most important categories and then you know like kind of 
have it like have that be like the pre-show and then the main show be like best picture best actor best actress that sort of situation mm-hmm. but that's just my opinion at least yeah. i don't know so i mean like this last year basically original score makeup and hairstyling documentary short film editing production design animated short live action short and sound were all cut from the main telecast okay hmm. which a lot of people were very angry about which right. i can i can see because like you know when i do watch it i look at like the documentary shorts or the film editing or the original score production design animated short uh live action short sound uh all of those are genuinely interesting for me to to see because a lot mm-hmm. of times especially for like the shorts and everything they're not ones that i know about and sure. so it kind of like is like oh you know they show the little snippets or whatever oh that looks interesting i kind of want to go see that i want to you know see what that one looks like but then they didn't show them last year and uh yeah i was uh, there was a few people mad a few people okay all right <laughs> so this year they're they're going with the the entire thing well it's a bold strategy cotton we'll see if it plays out for them <laughs> i mean you could say you could say that they're uh they're going uh they're going maverick oh oh hey. i like the segue nice so we all know that top gun maverick did really really well when it was in theaters yes yes it did apparently as of right now until mm-hmm. december 15th it will be back in theaters so they have the original run sales it's on blu-ray right now right like like uh, you can own it correct uh, i don't know if it's actually out on blu-ray uh, let me double check okay it might be. I think I saw. I think I saw it. I swear I saw it out, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Uh, it might not be until next Monday. Okay. All right. At least on Amazon, that's the earliest delivery. Okay. Well, I mean that makes sense. Or it, since... I mean it does say in stock. So. Huh. Okay. Actually, you know what it could do, Tarje Boutique. Uh, yeah. It is. It is out right now. Okay. All right. Well, good. I'm glad I'm not wrong then. That's. No, crazy. you. You are absolutely right. I'm. Uh, apparently out of it. Okay, so they have the original run, they have the home sales, mm-hmm. and now they're re-releasing it to theaters, which, yeah. I mean, th- which I would think would be the best way to watch it. So, I mean, hey, here's your chance to go see it in theaters, man. Yep. If you did, if you missed it the first time around, now exactly. you can go back and see it. Because you didn't watch that one yet, have you? I have not. Okay. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, when it was out in theaters originally, I, I wanted to go see it, mm-hmm. but I wanted to go see it with one specific family member. Oh, gotcha, okay. But I just could never get the scheduling to work for it. Gotcha, okay. Well, you so, have another chance. There yeah. you go, man. <laughs> well, I don't think scheduling is going to work for this one either. Oh, I suppose, yeah, with Christmas and everything, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I'll probably go see it when Easy Rider's back in theaters. Aha, uh-huh, because that'll never happen, right? Right, right. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. <laughs> oh, I don't know what you're talking about. That was a horrible segue. <laughs> but that's what makes it good, though. Sure, sure. So, Easy Rider. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, you know, the, the, the classic, classic movie apparently is going to get a reboot 
Okay. I mm, I Do really we... don't know how to feel about this one because it. Well, I mean, like I said, it's a classic. And Is like, it bad? I've never seen Easy Rider. Um. I bet you it's on HBO Max. Well, I was gonna say, like one of the one of the main things that everybody knows about Easy Rider is one of the songs as they're riding along by right. Steppenwolf. Mm-hmm. Born to be wild. Get up on the highway, looking for adventure, and whatever comes our way. Uh, let's see here. Well, it doesn't look like it's free anywhere. Hmm. What is that? It's on AMC On Demand. You can rent it. Or Apple or Amazon or Vudu, Microsoft, Redbox, Google, YouTube, DirecTV, okay. all that stuff. You can rent it. Sweet. But it's not on any streaming service for free. Well, like in, it's not included with any streaming service, I should say, hmm. at the moment. Okay. But, yeah, so, I mean, like basically the the people who hold the rights to the movie they want to remake it okay do they have like a cast or anything yet not no okay no they're they're looking for people but Hmm. as of right now they don't have anybody it's just that they're putting it out there being like hey anybody wanna sorry i hit my microphone anybody wanna come through and reboot this classic you know classic counterculture movie that right, uh, right. <laughs> you know everybody knows and loves and or everybody <laughs> knows about at least trying to think of who would be the closest looking to peter fonda and the only person i can think of right now is mcconaughey all right all right all right, right, all right. well who are they going to give a uh, a a oh, what did they call it uh an early boost to like they did with jack nicholson all right but yeah, so Dennis, oh, I mean, mile. <laughs> Dennis Hopper, Peter Fonda, and like we said, Jack Nicholson. Yep. I mean, I will remain skeptical. I've, I I need to watch the original one first before I can really judge. So I guess I'll have to just wait and see what comes of it. I guess. Right. Right. Well, we'll have to. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Kind of like what we'll have to see with this uh, this next movie news that we've got going on. <laughs> yes. Which is another uh, video game adaptation, actually. Okay. Uh, if anybody remembers the video game on the Sega Genesis, Toe Jam and Earl, apparently they're looking to... Uh, or it is, it's not even looking to be in the works. It is in the works, uh, coming from Amazon. Interesting, okay. And then it looks like the people that wrote Hotel Transylvania 4 mm-hmm. are, or have wrote the adaptation for this one. Oh, cool, okay. And basically, the the game itself centers on two space alien rappers who come to Earth seeking a cure for the disease, eradicating their home planet's rhythm, funk, and groove. I like it. I that's one game series that I never like got into, but I always wanted to play, and I just never did. See, I never had any Sega uh, consoles. Oh, sad. Uh, we were an N sixty four family. Thank you very much. <laughs> I had them all at one point. Like, really? I, yeah, I had, like, the regular Nintendo. The only mm. Nintendo I, I haven't had is the Super Nintendo on my own. See, I had cousins who had the Super Nintendo. I had cousins who had the Genesis. And then they got the N64 before we did. And that's mm-hmm. how I figured out that I really liked uh, Kirby on Super Smash Bros. Uh, 
<laughs> nice. Okay. And then we got we got the N sixty four. We had the GameCube. Um, we didn't have the Xbox or PlayStation one, two, or three. I got the three sixty. Okay. I got the PlayStation four. Nice. And now I have a new Series X. Nice. Yes. So. I like. Oh, it. and I had a Wii. And I have a Switch. You had a Wii. Nice. All right. Excellent. Dang, I've owned a lot of consoles. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of this, did you hear that Seth Rogen is produ- or he's going to be a part of a reboot for Darkwing Duck? I did not hear that. Yeah, he 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 had some interview and he's working on a Darkwing Duck reboot. Sorry, I got distracted here. Apparently, if you go into Google and you type in Seth and then R-O-G, you can type in both E, or you can type in either E or A, or A. and it comes up with the same guy. It comes nice. up with Seth Rogen. <laughs> that is uh, interesting. Okay, okay, so yeah, I'm, I'm just kind of looking at something here that's saying that they're in early development over at Disney Plus for a Darkwing Duck reboot. Yes. Interesting. I'm... <laughs> The original series, or the original series, joins its fellow duck-focused animated press predecessors, 1987's DuckTales, woo, into remake territory. <laughs> you got a woo. Exactly. It's it's like required Dar- to a woo. Because Darkwing Duck also has had Launchpad McQuack, right? Mm-hmm. From Dark, yeah, from DuckTales, yeah. Woo. Um. <laughs> Uh, that'll be that'll be interesting to see. Definitely. As will Toe Jam and Earl. See how Most how that goes since that's apparently in the works over at Amazon. I know it. It's a love series, so I guess we'll have to see how it does. Exactly. Exactly. So let let's hope that uh, let's hope Toe Jam and Earl can get uh, have a bit of an afterlife with this movie. <laughs> I like what you did there. You see what I did? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Ghostbusters Afterlife, speaking of Afterlife, uh, we know did it very well, and we knew that they were going to be doing a a sequel. Right. Uh, it looks like uh, Jason Reitman is stepping back from the director's role. He's still going to be on there as a writer-producer Okay. Uh, for the sequel, but they actually have uh, Gil Keenan coming in. Now, what has he done? Uh, let me just get this going here quickly uh he has directed well like his his first directorial debut i guess you would say was 2006's monster house oh that's a good one okay uh and then he directed city of ember from oh, 2008 like okay with uh, Sa- uh Saoirse ronan bill murray mm-hmm. toby jones and then he directed 2015's poltergeist that was okay the one with sam rockwell yeah. and rosemary dewitt <laughs> and then he directed A Boy Called Christmas from 2021, which was a Netflix movie. I kind of remember something about that, but I, I don't know. For sure. And this one, I mean, it has Maggie Smith in it. Hmm, okay. But I don't know. Uh, but that that's kind of what he's bringing to the table. Now, okay. Monster House, I love Monster House. I do too. That's an underrated movie. Absolutely, absolutely, and it actually it does look like he helped to write Ghostbusters Afterlife. 
Oh, cool. Okay. So he's kind of had his hand in it. Okay. Yeah. So he, he will be uh, he will be writing the new one as well. So basically, it'll be Jason Reitman, Gil Keenan, and Jason Blumfeld. Or Blumenfeld. Okay. Sorry. Blumenfeld. Mm-hmm. Who are going to be writing it. Um, and then Gil Keenan will be actually be directing it as well. And it looks like most, uh, most, if not all, of the original Afterlife cast are coming back. Oh, good. Okay. Excellent. The, the main crew, I guess I would say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sweet. Well, hopefully it's just not... It's not in theaters and then Flash, it's gone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really like how, like, it takes you a second to realize I'm doing a segue, and then you're just like, oh, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mainly because I'm not looking at the at the next thing yet, and then I'm like, wait a second. That sounded <laughs> different. Why was that? Oh. <laughs> Or I'll completely miss it, and then mm. I'll do my own segue. <laughs> and then I'll look back and I'll be like, oh, no, Travis did right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but speaking of Flash, apparently, even with all of the controversy that Ezra Miller has been going through, mm-hmm. uh, or has been honestly causing, uh, it looks like the Flash movie has been testing very, very well. Uh, so much so that they are moving it up a week uh, in re- its release date to June sixteenth of twenty twenty three. Oh, okay. And it looks like one non-studio observer uh, told this new this place that put out this article that mm-hmm. the new Flash movie is Spider Man No Way Home good in its multiverse plot lines and Batman cameos by Keaton and Ben Affleck. Ooh. Will color me intrigued. I mean, uh, there's been so much. How to put this nicely? Uh, not the most legal shenanigans that Ezra Miller has been up to recently. Well, I mean, that's his own fault. Yes. Oh, 100%. And then also, too, like Warner Brothers isn't exactly making things easy for people either. So just because they keep flip flopping things around and all the changes within the company and it's just it's just a mess over in Warner Brother. Oh yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And then I mean that's the other thing too is we'll have to see how this ends up going with the new heads of DC film. Mhm. Right? Oh exactly. Well speaking of comic book stuff, did you see that like they're going to do a major overhaul of Phase 5 for Marvel? I did i actually did i saw something about that uh, not just five but five and six yeah I, I saw a little blip of it somewhere and then completely forgot about it mm-hmm. but basically saying that weren't they weren't they saying that it seemed like it was just way too way too bloated and so they're going to go more for quality over quantity or something like that yeah it sounds like what they want to do is instead of like episodic stuff like they have been doing on disney plus they want to do like more of a movie route like 45 minutes to 150 minute um sort of episode series whatever it is and then um they also want to have three movies come out a year which is what they've been doing and they might be cutting out some of the stuff that they've already pre-announced like Ironheart and really uh, yeah because they're going off of the backlash of what people have been saying about phase four Mm -hmm. 
and that they they feel like it's too bloated and they want to kind of make things a little bit easier for people yeah well i mean like <sighs> let's see if this actually puts them into the different yeah so i mean just in movies alone you know phase one lasted from 2008 to 2012 mm. right right and that was one two three four five six movies right ending with the avengers and then phase two went from four years down to two with the same <laughs> amount of movies right ending with ant-man and then phase three was what three years something like that yeah and it had one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven movies oh my in and that's that's just the movies yeah i think this is where we started getting more or some stuff into uh is that when we were starting to get more into disney plus uh disney plus yeah because what was the first marvel series oh it was wandavision okay and i mean that that was after endgame right so that was okay so that was after phase three then so that was like phase four then yeah that was well it might have still been technically phase three because phase four didn't start until 2021 right because like phase three ended with endgame basically and then far from home right and then and then we started the whole um yeah the fourth phase with uh wandavision and we got loki and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh falcon and the winter soldier yep and that's when we started getting you know black widow shang chi eternals spider-man no way home doctor strange multiverse of madness thor love and thunder black panther Mm -hmm. wakanda forever and that was phase four so that was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven movies in two years. Jeez. <laughs> and then phase five, were at, at least, I mean, and this again, again, this is just the movies. This does not include any of the TV shows, uh, you know, like we were talking about WandaVision, Moon Knight, uh, any of the new, or uh, Hawkeye was in there. Totally forgot mm. about Hawkeye. Loki, I mean, talk about being marveled out. Oh, exactly. It's been a lot to take in, like especially like once End Endgame was was out and everything. I forgot Miss Marvel. Everybody, oh, and Miss Marvel she too. Hulk. I haven't even finished that one. Oh, there's just so much. There's so much content, man. There is. <laughs> there is. And then yeah, Phase Five, as of right now, is a year and a half, and that's six movies in a year and a half. Okay, so quantum so quantum mania doesn't even start phase five yet. No, phase five is the it starts with quantum mania. Okay, all right. February of next year. Okay. And then Guardians three, the Marvels, Captain America, New World Order, Thunderbolts, and then Blade, and that's supposedly the end of phase five. Phase six, as of right now, this is, and this is just announced. You know, movies that have been announced doesn't include any other to be determined movies deadpool 3 fantastic 4 avengers the kang dynasty avengers secret wars and that's you know 2024 through 2026 Mm -hmm. but there's going to be movies in between the two avengers movies right right so much and then not to mention like the whole dc stuff it's just going to be it's going to be nuts (laughs) you mean kind of like the dc movie that we were talking about to begin with exactly because we went on a tangent (laughs) what what uh but yes so i mean it'll be interesting to see where the new heads of dc film will take 
everything, mm. especially since they showed the, the uh, poster for Blue Beetle. Right. That's going to be coming to theaters. We got The Flash coming to theaters. Mm-hmm. We've got, you know, Ezra Miller being an idiot other places. <laughs> I mean, I really liked him as an actor, but I yeah. don't know. I, don't, I, I honestly don't know if I'll be able to go and watch the movie. Really? Okay. All right. I mean, if if Ezra Miller is that much of a dick, I just I don't know, man. Him being a, him being a D like that is is gonna take you away from seeing Keaton on screen again as Batman. I mean, like I just don't I don't I don't know. Okay, don't know. all right, all right, that's fair. It's like I mean, nobody's perfect, right? Right. But to do the kind of stuff that he's done, I just mm, we'll have yeah, to see as just, it gets closer, but exactly he just keeps digging himself into a hole mm-hmm. and hopefully he, he can find his way out we'll see exactly but uh and i don't know how black. uh how huh and fade to black i was gonna say i don't know how uh this next movie is gonna dig itself out of the hole that it made <laughs> uh apparently dc is is not uh not doing too good with black adam that's surprising okay uh it's been out for about seven weeks Mm-hmm. It's brought in about three hundred and eighty-seven million dollars in that in that amount of time. Okay. And they're saying that it'll stall out probably around four hundred million. Uh, supposedly, in order to turn a profit, it would have had to have hit six hundred million at the box office. Oh, so it's a few hundred million short. Okay. Just a few. <laughs> Just a few. Uh, but yeah, basically, it looks like the budget was one hundred and ninety-five million. A uh, hundred million in marketing, okay, and then, especially this late in the game, theater owners are taking a lot more of the box office now. Right. Uh, yeah, it's it, it's expected to lose anywhere between fifty to a hundred million dollars for that's for surpri- Warner Brothers. That's surprising for one for Warner Brothers and two a movie with The Rock in it. The Rock and Pierce Brosnan and yeah, and uh, uh, Pierce. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't even been that long since I've seen Black Adam, and I don't, and I couldn't remember Pierce Brosnan being it, but yeah, he was. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then a well, never mind. I'm not going to spoil a cameo. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Um, yeah, it's just there was there was so much hype. There was you know, especially from The Rock. The oh, Rock he hyped man. that movie. Yeah, he he like hyped that movie up so hard. So so hard, mm-hmm. and here it is being—it's a flop. I mean, mm-hmm. it really is. Yeah, it's sad. It's sad to see, but I mean, maybe it's just too much, too quick. But yeah, that uh, that brings us to the end of our movie news here for the day. Okay. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> nice, Travis. Nice. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. What can uh, I say? I'm just trying to liven it up. <sighs> Well, that does bring us to our trailers that premiered. There were a lot of trailers this week. Uh, yeah, there were. Um, but you know why that was? Why? Uh, the, uh, Brazil's Comic-Con. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so there was, I mean, there was, what do we have here? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight trailers? Teasers? Yeah. And the like? It's too many. Too many. Too many, uh, Hollywood. I don't think all of them were from the Brazil Comic-Con. But there were a few of them from them. Uh, At least the one, like last four are from that for sure. Yes, yes, hundred <laughs> uh, percent. The first one, the first 
actual teaser that we have is for a movie that we've talked about mm-hmm. a few times here, actually. And that is the teaser for Mickey 17. Uh, this is the new one from Bong Joon-ho. Mm-hmm. The same director that did, you know, Parasite and Snowpiercer, that kind of stuff. Yes. And this is the one that has Robert Pattinson in it as basically the replaceable crew on a on a ship that's going very long distances. Spaceship. Spaceship. Yeah. <laughs> Spaceship. This tra- the, the, like this trailer shows nothing. It just shows Robert Pattinson in a pod, and that's about it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No. It, or it's, some sort of thing, or some sort of. It's yeah. almost. It's almost like an announcement teaser. Pretty much. Yeah. More than anything. Mm-hmm. But, so I wonder uh, if they're going to have something more, more extensive later on. Well, I'm sure they will. They're going to have more trailers for it. But. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, like, here's the thing: the release date for this movie. Mm-hmm. March 29th, 2024. So uh, that's just like their first day of filming, basically. It was just that. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Honestly, so probably. Something. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so there wasn't really anything shown. Uh, it was basically just kind of showing Robert Pattinson's character and not even like the full character. It was just his head. You could only see his head face. Right. So I don't know. We'll have to see how it goes. We'll have to see how it all looks once we see more. Exactly. Our next one that we have, though, uh, had a little bit more in it mm-hmm. than the Mickey 17 teaser. And that was for when you finish saving the world. <laughs> um, so this one has Julianne Moore and Finn Wolfhard. Yes. It was written and directed by Jesse Eisenberg, mm-hmm. which is kind of crazy to me. But, you know, you do you, boo-boo. <laughs> Right, exactly. This one looks insanely good. I just don't know if I'd be able to watch it. Just because of the cringe? A little bit of the cringe, a little bit of the the high school drama kind of, you know, parent-teen kind of... Mm-hmm. Right, right. And then, oh, who was, who was it that, that's playing the dad? Um, oh gosh, uh... You're gonna look it up and you're gonna find it before I can think of it, but, uh... Yeah, I'm not sure, man. J.O. Sanders. Okay, all right. I mean, like, his face is super recognizable. Mm-hmm. But I just don't know exactly what I know him from, I guess I would say. Gotcha, yeah. I, I guess when I watched it, I really didn't put two and two together. Uh, let's see here. He was Carl Ferris in Green Lantern. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He was Frank Harris in The Day After Tomorrow. Okay. I mean, like, I I know I've seen him in a lot of different things. It's just, like, it's always been a background character, almost. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because, like, even on IMDb, the stuff that he's known for is Frank Harris in The Day After Tomorrow, uh, White House in Edge of Darkness, uh, Kyle Craig in Kiss the Girls from 97, and then wow. okay. Bart Pollock from Revolutionary Road in 2008. And I don't think that's the one that you're thinking of. Is that the one with Winslet and and, and DiCaprio? Okay, so it is the one you're thinking of. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. For for some reason, I was thinking the the one with um, Tom Hanks set in the way back. Oh, days. you're thinking of uh, um, Road to Perdition with Tom uh, Hanks. Yes. And the late. Uh, uh, um, Cool Hand Luke, that guy. Uh, oh gosh. Um, 
Why can I not think of it? Yeah, why can't I either? Um, I want that. I want that one. When did that come out? That was. Wait for which one? Two thousand two. Paul Newman. Paul Newman. Thank you. Yes. Ah. <laughs> uh, I was like, I was thinking about. It's like his last name is a salad dressing. I know that. Yeah, Newman's own. That I think. Yep. That is that is his salad dressing. Oh well, what a quinky dink. Yeah, that that is literally his 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 uh his company. His, his company. Newman's Newman's own is his company. Uh, yeah, yeah. But yes, that that was the movie I was thinking of. Okay. For some reason, Road Road to Perdition and Revolutionary Road kind of just cross paths. Very different movies, I will say. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Uh, but yes. So, uh, when you finish saving the world, uh, basically. Does it does it seem like Julianne Moore is uh, almost like a family crisis counselor kind of thing? Family, yeah, family crisis counselor mixed with I it, it, I guess I really like so with what's going on in the movie. Obviously, her and her son they don't get along very well because they have different views on the world and everything. Since he wants to be a content. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But then, what's the whole thing with the, like, other family? Or the... Well, I... I don't know if it's a family that just is is either down on their luck or they needed to get away from something. Mm-hmm. And so, they go into the house with Julianne Moore and Finn Wolfhard and, and J.O. Right. Uh, Sanders. <laughs> and uh, that's where, in the trailer, a lot of the... This other kid is about the same age as Finn Wolfhard's character, but mm. Julianne Moore is like, "Oh man, you're such a you're such a good kid, you know. Uh, here you can have this hat from my son. It used to be my son's, but he doesn't wear it because I don't know what he wears anymore. And you know, I I don't know how my kid ended up so not like you. And you're such a good kid, and you're gonna be a good one grown up, and all that kind of stuff. And it's just." Like I said, I it looks like an amazing movie. I just don't know if I would be able to watch it. Yeah, I feel like it's going to be a very heavy movie. Uh, Julianne Moore always seems to do movies like that, and that's perfectly fine with her because that's what she's good at. She's good at her, at, at her dramatic roles. But this one seems a little bit also kind of funny too. So, yeah, it should be interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, she it wasn't really a deep role, I guess I would say, for Kingsman. Uh, golden circle true true i forgot she was in that but yeah uh but yeah no i i can definitely see where you're where you're coming from Mm -hmm. with with that um we'll have to see how it all goes this this i mean the trailer makes it look really good though it does Uh, definitely as does this next trailer Mm -hmm. for champions with woody harrelson this one looks fun it looks like mighty ducks (laughs) uh kind of I'm going off of that because of the DUI that Woody Harrelson gets. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Yeah, so basically, well, I mean, like, Woody Harrelson is an NBA coach? Or at least at e- either NBA or college level. Yeah, or like some sort of, like, minor league, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, basketball coach. Yep. And then he gets fired because of his antics on the court. Mm-hmm. And then he ends up driving into the back of a police car classic move yeah right as you do and then uh in the trailer at least basically he gets community service in the form of coaching a a basketball team with uh oh sorry one second 
uh, with intellectual disabilities. Mm-hmm. And basically, he has to try to get them to be a team, to get them to work together, to be better, to actually be able to, to do good at the sport. And yeah. it ends up, I think the main kind of conflict in this film is going to be one of those things where uh, in the trailer they have, I think his old boss basically come back and say, hey, if you can get this team into the Special Olympic Finals, then you there's a very good possibility that you will have your job back after that. Mm-hmm. And so I think, just guessing here, that is going to be the main conflict kind of near the end is, oh, well, you were just doing this so that you could get your old job back kind of thing. And the team will be mad at him for it, and they'll walk away, and then he'll get them together, and then they're going to come back and win it. <laughs> And then he's not going to take the job. Yep. Yep. Exactly. We just so <laughs> we don't even even need to see the movie. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, it feels like it's going to be that kind of movie. Mm-hmm. I still want to see it. I do too. I think this looks fantastic. It looks amazing. It looks hilarious. And I, I can I really appreciate. But I get up again. <laughs> yep. You never go. <laughs> Yes, that was the best. Got, that was good. You gotta have some Chumbawamba in there. Oh, exactly. Chumbawamba is the best. <laughs> gotta get that tub thumping going. That's right. But I feel like this. So okay. So I'm glad that they aren't going the route of what the Ringer did, where they're kind of making fun of him first before they're kind of mm-hmm. doing mm-hmm. the whole everything i like that it's going to be it's well at least to me in the trailer it seems like it's going to be a well-rounded story it's not going to be like to make fun of them first and then and and then they'll overcome the odds and win everything i feel like it's going to be a good well-rounded i think good for families too like i know it has woody harrelson in it but he he can put out some good dramatic performances and Um, yeah, so hopefully this one will be in good taste. It seems like it's so far in the trailer, so that's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, he he does uh, he does hit the guy for trying to say a boo boo word. Exactly. Yeah, that's a boo boo word. <laughs> <laughs> that, that part got me. That part got me. I'm not yep. gonna lie. That's a boo boo word. Yep. <laughs> we got next. Yep. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I mean, good. like, like I said, you know, this is going to be, I feel like this is going to be kind of a, a bit of the paint by the numbers kind of mm-hmm. redemption story, yep. sports movie kind of thing. Exactly like the Mighty Ducks was. Yep, exactly. But at the same time, that doesn't mean that it can't be a fantastic movie. Exactly. I'm all for this one. Me too. I'm also all for this next trailer that we have. I'm so surprised to hear that. Okay, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this one, this one, let's just say before we get into it, for this next trailer, it looks so ridiculous and just so bad that it's going to be a cult hit. Yes. (laughs) And that is Cocaine Bear. (laughs) I know we've talked about this before. Uh huh. Because this is this is the one um, that is directed by Elizabeth Banks, 
mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That is is based off of the true story of a bear that ingested just a metric ton of <laughs> cocaine and died <laughs> after going on a rampage. Yep. Uh, but yeah, it it takes that story and just adds so much more. It looks ridiculous. But it looks like a heck... Yeah, it looks like a heck of a lot of fun. Right? Uh, It was good to see see Ray Liotta for a little bit there. Yep. Carrie Russell. Uh, Yep, Carrie Russell, which is a name that you haven't heard of in a long time. Right. And then Um, Alden Ehrenreich is in there, too. Yep. Uh, You know, Han Solo. mm Mm-hmm. It is going to be... It's going to be a fun ride. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and bloody and... Oh, 100%. Yeah. It's going to be... It's going to be... It's going to be gory. It's going to mm-hmm. be bloody. It's rated R, obviously. I hope that this gets the cult... Cla- the, the cult um, classic uh, feel as, like, snakes on a plane. Like, snakes on I a plane, that... Sharknado, all yeah. of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Or it could do something crazy like the Meg... Yes. You never know. Yeah. Uh, I was reading something and somebody was like, did I just watch a bear do a line off of a a, a, a leg that was no longer attached to somebody? Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. <laughs> yeah. Um, it looks ridiculous. It does. And can I say that the bear CGI... It didn't look that great at first, but then it kind of grows on you as you as you watch the trailer. It does, and I think that I I don't think this is finished. This is just getting a trailer out there. Sure, sure, okay. Uh, it's not being released until February. Mm-hmm. So they have a lot more time to clean up a lot of the CGI. Uh, you know, they'll they'll be able to get a lot more of it good to go. Yes. Oh, I'm so excited for this. This is gonna be good. Good, good times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One thing I didn't think I was going to be excited for was our next trailer. Mm-hmm. But after seeing it, I think I'm on board. <laughs> that, is, that is the trailer for Transformers Rise of the Beasts, which is coming out next year, June of next year. So I'm not going to lie. I rolled my eyes at the very beginning of the trailer where it shows... I forget his name, but he's he basically is walking out of the car as it's transforming, and they're kind of like walking together, mm-hmm. like oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but it looks pretty darn good. It does. Right, right, and that was that was Anthony Ramos, right? Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah, from uh, in the Heights. Yep. Uh, so apparently, I don't know how true this is. They're saying that this is basically a reset to the universe. Okay. Well, that explains the changes to Prime. Okay. Yep. So there's there's no Sam Witwicky. There's no whatever Marky Mark's character was named. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, no Romeo and Juliet Law. <laughs> um, you remember that? I do, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I try to forget about it, but yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, this trailer has a lot of stuff. Like, I mean, yeah, you might have you might have rolled your eyes at the beginning of it, but in the context of the trailer, it was pretty sweet. It definitely was. 
and I was not expecting to see like a full-on battle in the trailer and those Transformers are going hard on each other it's uh it, it just looks mm-hmm. amazing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then I mean just even for for voices you know we've got Pete Davidson is going to be in there we were talking about this before Pete Davidson mm-hmm. is in there Peter Dinklage is in there Okay. Did you recognize the voice of Optimus Primal? Uh, no. The original Hellboy himself, Ron Perlman. Is it really? That's amazing. Uh, and then Peter Cullen, obviously, as Optimus Prime. Of course. As you do. Uh, mm. John DiMaggio as Stratosphere, right? Yes, Bender. <laughs> uh, and then we were talking about it before, Anthony Ramos is in there in the trailer and I didn't see Michelle Yeoh. Did you see Michelle Yeoh? Uh, no, she's a voice, I believe. I believe she's uh, the girl um, Transformer in there. Maximal Eraser. Yes. Okay. That's right. Yep. Yep. Okay. I don't know why I was thinking that. Okay. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> Had a bit of a brain, uh, brain fart so there. So there's a reason why you didn't see her. Yeah. Because you could hear her. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. The new Transformers trailer is looking pretty good. It does. I am ready to see if it more than meets the eye. Ah, yeah. I guess you could say that's that's kind of what I'm hoping for this next trailer, too. Or Yahoo! the movie that this next trailer is for. See, even that had more emotion. <laughs> oh, so true. So, so true. I... My expectations are very low for this movie, and that is the new Super Mario Bros. movie. We had a new trailer drop. <laughs> so, like, my in my opinion on, on the accent is why are they having it to where Chris, where Mario just has Chris Pred's voice, and then every once in a while he's going to bust out the Yahoo! And, like, the classic Mario stuff. I mean, I think we actually heard in this trailer, if I remember correctly, uh, well, he said, he said, let's a go, mm-hmm. but it was, it was literally let's a go. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, but uh, what? <sighs> Chris Pratt, you're far too young to be phoning it in like that. I was, right? I would expect just like full on, like to go all out for it, but no, he doesn't. It's just, it's a me, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> It, it really is. And then, okay, like I said, this could be so good. Like, the, the first trailer that we saw with Bowser going against the, the pingus. Mm-hmm. The little penguins. Um, and then just that that whole thing was great. And then with this trailer, so let's see here. What did we have? We had him fighting against Donkey Kong. Yep. And losing handily in some <laughs> sort of tournament thing. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we had him in a training course with Princess Peach. Yep. Uh, where he does horribly. <laughs> of course. We had some Mario Kart going on. We did. I, I was happy to see that. I was, too, until Chris talked. <laughs> Yahoo. Yahoo. <laughs> I mean, like, let me let me see if I can actually pull this up. Uh, Super Mario Bros. Illumination. And so there there have been people talking about how uh, 
people are always ragging on Chris Pratt for just using his voice when Charlie mm-hmm. Day's voice is in there too as Charlie Day and nobody rags on him. His voice actually fits with Luigi though. It does. Like, it, he is basically human Luigi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So let me do this. Uh, I don't think we've done this before, but I'm going to play the trailer just so you can hear okay. it. Let's go. Like, <laughs> there, there's nothing there. It's, it's not even like a getting ready kind of thing, which is what it's supposed to be in the trailer. It's like he's getting ready to go battle Donkey Kong, and it's just let's go. Like, it almost sounded like he was kind of like, like he's being talked into going in to go fighting him, and he's just like, oh, fine, all right, let's go. Yeah, but it's supposed to be like him, him hyping himself up. Mm-hmm. But it's not. All right, continuing, continuing on. Oh my God. Okay. Not sure if you know who I am, but I'm about to rule the world. Wow, uh, <laughs> yay. But there's one problem. There's a human, has a mustache, just like you. <laughs> Do you think I know every human being with a mustache wearing an identical outfit with a hat with the letter of his first name on it? <laughs> because I don't. So if you had told me that, or if nobody had told me that that was Jack Black as Bowser, I might have gotten it just because some of the stuff is definitely Jack Black, but it definitely has a lot of a Bowser feel to it. It definitely does. Like you can like there are parts where it's hard to hear Jack Black, but then there are the other parts where it's definitely Jack Black. You can hear him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it still fits Bowser. Mm-hmm. And then, like we said, Charlie Day just in general is the human form of Luigi. Exactly right. Mario, Mario. All right, <laughs> moving on. Bowser is coming. Together, we are going to stop that monster. How? Look at us. We're adorable. (laughs) And then all the toads obviously are great. Um, And then Peach. I mean, like, okay. I mean, hold on one second. Anya Taylor-Joy, right? Mm Mm-hmm. To me, she fits a Peach. I mean, she's not the, doesn't have, like, the the high-pitched voice that Peach has, so that's kind of throwing me a little bit. But maybe it was just that that scene or whatever. Who knows? No, I, I mean, it looks like it's it's going to be throughout the movie that it's just going to be Anya Taylor-Joy. Okay. And, yeah, I, that one I can kind of see. That one's going to be a little weird, but it still fits. Mm-hmm. Whereas, again, Chris Pratt, is just, it just feels like Linda Belcher from Bob's Burgers. Mm-hmm. Right? Basically, yeah. <laughs> I can hear that, definitely. All right. A little bit more. I got this. No problem. Yes! Come on, Mario! Our big adventure begins now! Ah! Get it off, get it off, get it off! There's a huge universe out there. With a lot of galaxies. They're all counting on us. Okay. So, I mean, 
It also shows them in the Tanuki suit. Mm-hmm. And it has the fire flower that Peach is kind of grabbing onto as well. Yes. So that's nice to see. And then it has, like, a, a lot of, like, different... It has a weird warp pipe animation. Mm-hmm. Like, when he's floating through, like, the ether or whatever, and there's, like, right, the... Right, right. Mm-hmm. All that stuff. It almost looks like... Um, was was that on the Wii U or the the regular Wii? The, the Super Mario Bros. on one of those where basically it was multiplayer and you would, like, crawl through the tubes and stuff. It almost feels like that for this part here. Hmm. Okay. All right. And then... No pressure. And then we got Mario Kart. (laughs) Wahoo! (sighs) Wahoo! See, that one had a little bit more to it than than the Let's Go. Wahoo! I think you might be a little bit too critical on this, man. <laughs> uh, but I I will remain skeptical, and I I still want to check this out just to see, but I'm not going to let a little voice deter me from watching this, because it looks good regardless if it's Chris Pratt playing Mario or not. I hope I'm wrong. I really do. I, do, I hope so too, man. I do. <laughs> Thanks. I just... I just... I just felt like i was missing something after the trailer like it wasn't like a complete trailer kind of thing for Mm me Mm -hmm. which yeah after trailers usually should be wanting more you should be wanting to go actually watch the movie but like i don't know man just remain skeptical man and skeptical let it play out we'll see once it comes out in what is it march april uh april 7th okay yeah we'll have to see we'll have to see this next one though Oh boy, am I excited for this one. <laughs> uh, we actually had a trailer drop for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. All I can say is, aww, baby rat rocket. Aww. Aww. <laughs> and then we had a, we had a, a swole Groot. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's like full-on gym rat Groot is basically mm-hmm. the way that I would kind of uh, describe him? Almost like Hulk Groot, basically. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Um, Maybe he's just like, oh, I want to look like the Hulk, so I'm gonna bulk up. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah, you never know, right? Exactly. Uh, but, I mean, it definitely seems like you can tell that Groot has grown up around this group rather than you know, his, his former self, I guess you would say, from the right. original Guardians. Um, and it's just, it's interesting to see how it's the same character, but different. He's definitely evolved. He, he's a changed tree since the first Guardian. Absolutely. Well, I mean, like, he's a completely different, he's, he's technically a completely different character. He's still right. Groot. Mm-hmm. But this is, a, this is Groot raised by, you know, Peter Quill. Right. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see. With this trailer, though, oh, man. You could tell that there was a lot of practical stuff done, which is yes. amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a, there was an homage, or three, to uh, a certain other movie that people thought was referencing a video game, when it was not. Right. <laughs> so there, there's a part that has 
them going out in space in multicolored suits. Like, you know, each suit is a solid color, but they're mm-hmm. all different colors. And somebody had tweeted James Gunn, and they're like, hey, James Gunn, is this a, a reference to Among Us? <laughs> and James Gunn just replied, no, with a picture of the spacesuits from 2001. Oh, there you go. Okay. Because if you look at them, they are basically the spacesuits from 2001. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Okay. I guess I didn't think of that. Cool. Okay. And then there's another reference. I don't know if you if you caught as well, where I'm guessing the main baddie is standing there and there's somebody running in a circle in front of them. But like the the circle is almost like the the circle that they ran in in 2001, where the guy's just running on the giant spinning wheel, basically. Oh yeah, I did. I, I I guess I didn't put that together, but now that I think, now that you mention it, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean that that feels like an uh, even more of an homage to 2001, especially since he specifically said that those spacesuits were in reference to 2001: A Space Odyssey. Okay. I wonder if we'll get a howl. Oh, but I wonder. Yeah. Did you did you see that uh, Rocket had his girl? I did. Yeah. Lila Otter was there. Mm-hmm. Aw. Yeah, aw, Rocket. (laughs) This is going to be a sad movie, I can already tell. It totally is. (laughs) It's going to come and just gut punch you with with all of the feelings. It is. It's going to be amazing, though. It's going to just, you know, take that bull whip and whip those feelings right out. (laughs) Ha ha, (laughs) yes. Which actually brings us to our last trailer for the night. Day, whenever you're listening to this. Uh, and that is the trailer for Indiana Jones 5, which we now know is going to be called Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Oh, boy. Okay. So, how how old is Indiana Jones supposed to be in, in this movie? Which time? Well, obviously in, well, what they would call present time, not when he's de-aged. <laughs> I think it's supposed to be the 70s or the 80s. Okay. So 30, 40 years older than when he was fighting the Nazis. So why is he still jumping from car to car? Like, it, it just, like, I that's, just... I, that's, I think I that's just, the uh, previous time. Okay. I think. I mean, it could be. Because, like, I just find it weird that, like, why would they keep having him do that when, obviously, they're going to go the whole that he's old now route. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, like, even mentions that he has a granddaughter in the Z. Goddaughter. Goddaughter, sorry. Um, but, yeah. Uh, but that's just the part that kind of weirded me out of, about it, was that, oh, he's still jumping from car to car and fighting on things, and it, it just seems weird that somebody his age would still be doing that. You would think he would have, like, a younger protege doing that sort of thing. But Right, right. But that's just me. I'm I'm still going to to uh, to um, watch. I still want to watch this just because it is in Indiana Jones, and I love this series so much. So when I when I watched this, mm-hmm. I basically had the same, if not even more, of the same kind of like emotional like giddiness as I did with Episode Seven when that first trailer dropped. Okay. You know, because, like, well, Episode 7 came out in December, and then the the previous Thanksgiving, they had released that trailer. 
the first right. trailer, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just kind of that that like giddiness of like, oh man, I'm gonna go see you know the Millennium Falcon, and I'm gonna go see Han Solo and all of them in a Star Wars movie in the theater. That's the same kind of giddiness that I had with this one, where like Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, yeah, that was that was a nice trailer. I I was excited for that one, but this one kind of had that like, oh man, this is like original indie that I'm gonna go see in the theater kind okay. of feel to it. See, I didn't get that when I watched this trailer. Really? I yeah, I didn't get that same like, oh my god, I need to watch this right now sort of feel as I did with Force Awakens. Um, but what surprised me was how much of an old school feel that this one has mm-hmm, mm-hmm. over like even Kingdom of, of the Crystal Skull. It didn't have that that like old Indiana Jones feel to it. Like th- I'd say that this one seems the most old George Lucas, uh, Steven Spielberg version of Indiana Jones that I think we're going to get besides right. the original three. Okay, okay. But that's just in my opinion. Also, another question. Did they reference Crystal Skull in this in, in that trailer when they're underwater? When they're underwater? Because there's that part in, in the trailer where where you see them on... Where you see something underwater and it's grabbing onto, like, a rock and it kind of, like, makes things kind of explode underwater. And it kind of reminded me of, like, the old Aztec sort of stones from Crystal Skull and I thought maybe they were going back for something like like as uh, part of the story. Well, I mean like early in the trailer there's like that skeleton or whatever that the eels all come out of. Yeah, that's the one. And then the eels kind of disintegrate the skeleton. But that's about it. Okay. And then it just jumps well, then, to the um the one scene or the the classroom scene. Right. Uh I think there was another underwater one though, wasn't there? I believe it's kind of later on, but I was talking about that one with the eel coming out of it. Okay, yeah. I I don't I don't think so. Oh, okay. Well, then I was just thinking too much into it then. <laughs> okay, what what are your thoughts on the old friend returning about thirty seconds in? Oh, that's amazing. I'm not gonna spoil it, but right. Like, if you you should go watch the trailer for Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Um, this oh boy. And, like, Mads Mikkelsen looks fantastic. You don't right. see very much of him, but what you do see looks amazing. Exactly. Exactly. I cannot wait. Yeah, it's going to, it should be, it should be a good time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Check it out if you can. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. But that uh, does it for the trailers that we have for today. Uh, Travis, you want to say anything else about any of them or anything like that? Uh, no, I don't got anything. All right, well, that brings us to the movies that we are premiering this week. We aren't premiering this week, that are premiering this week. But before we get <laughs> to them, make sure you visit us at Facebook. We're facebook.com slash movies are thing. We are also on Twitter and Instagram at movies are thing. No spaces, dashes, slash, anything like that. At movies are a thing. Come on by and say hi. <laughs> we would greatly appreciate We would love to hear from you guys. So please, yes, come and talk to us. There you go. There you go. Uh, but for the movies that are premiering this week, the first one that we have is Night at the Museum. Uh, Kamun Ra rises again, which is rated PG and will be premiering on Disney Plus. 
Nick Daly is following in his father's footsteps as the night watchman at the American Museum of Natural History, so he knows what happens when the sun goes down. But when Kamun-Ra escapes, it's up to Nick and to save the museum once and for all. IMDb Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic did not have a score for this one. No, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't too into this one. Like, I love that series, but without Ben Stiller, I mean, it, and also without Robin Williams. Right, right. They could have gotten Hank Azaria to come back as Kamen Ra. They could have. Yeah, they could have, but no, they didn't. They went other routes, and it, that it just surprises me. Like, Robin Williams, I can understand why they recasted, but mm. everybody else, why? They didn't even get Brad Garrett as the as the easter island guys come on <laughs> right uh let's see here dum dum want gum gum <laughs> yeah yeah uh well i mean i guess zachary levi is in this is he okay as larry hmm and then chris parnell is washington okay uh yeah is sorry one second oh now you want to slow down turn off that dial up man i did not know that so you know, see, so you know who they got to play uh, Teddy Roosevelt? Who? Thomas Lennon. Okay, all right. That name sounds familiar. Lieutenant Dangle. Yes. <laughs> and apparently, he was a writer on the original Night at the, at the Museum. Oh, okay. Oh, Reno Nine One. Uh, yeah, he did the screen story and screenplay for Night at the Museum. Hmm. The very first one, obviously. Yep. Cool. I like it. All right. So, yeah, I mean, this one, it looks like, you know, something fun for the kiddos to sit down and watch at Disney Plus. But yeah, if 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 you want to sit your kids down in front of the TV and have them watch something so you can have a little bit of mommy and daddy time. I mean, hey, go for it. Please let us know how it is. So we so that we don't have to watch it ourselves. The movie. Yes. Yes. Going on to our next movie. Uh, this one is definitely not for the kiddos. This one is Emancipation, which is rated R and will be coming to Apple TV+. Emancipation tells the triumphant story of Peter, a man who escapes from slavery, relying on his wits, unwavering faith, and deep love for his family to evade cold-blooded hunters and the unforgiving swamps of Louisiana on his quest for freedom. The film is inspired by the 1863 photos of whipped Peter taken during a Union Army medical examination that first appeared in Harper's Weekly, one image known as the Scourged Back, which shows Peter's bare back mutilated by a whipping delivered by his enslavers ultimately contributed to growing public opposition to slavery. IMDb did not have a score for this one. Rotten Tomatoes had a score, uh, or had a, had, uh, Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at 54%. Metacritic is sitting at 57. And I don't know so, if I'd be able to handle this one, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I want to watch this one just simply because I love Ben Foster. He is fantastic as a villain, and I, I'll watch anything he's in. Um, I think Will Smith did this movie to say sorry for his slap last year at the Oscars. Okay. But that's just my opinion. It just seems like too, too Oscar baity for it to be. But I mean, it's not like he can win an Oscar for it anyway. Right. So, right. But I think this looks good. I want to watch it, but unfortunately I don't have Apple, so... Yeah, it's that will put a to... little bit of a damper on things. Yeah, definitely. But if I, like, end up getting, like, an iPhone or something, maybe I'll get Apple TV+. Plus. But I don't see that happening. So 
I'm sorry, Apple. All right. All right. Well, that uh, brings us to our last movie of the night. And that is Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, which is rated PG and will be coming to Netflix. The reimagining of the classic Carlo Collodi, the classic Carlo Collodi tale of the fabled wooden boy with a whimsical tour de force that finds Pinocchio on an enchanted adventure that transcends worlds and reveals the life-giving power of love. IMDb has this one at an 8.1 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at, at a 97% certified fresh, and Metacritic is sitting at an 82 Metacritic must-see. This looks good. Yeah. I will say as well, Rotten Tomatoes, that 97% mm-hmm. is out of 109 reviews. No, not bad, not bad. Not bad at all. Uh, so this is going to be the stop-motion one. It's going to be coming to Netflix mm-hmm. from Guillermo del Toro, but it's rated PG. I like it. I know we've talked about this many times before, but mm-hmm. I think this is going to be... Well, this is going to be my number one for the weekend, if I see oh, anything. definitely. Right. Yeah, definitely. I will agree with you on that. And it's Netflix, so we're good there. Yeah. Well, we both got Netflix. We didn't watch it. Exactly. Cool. Then, All right. Uh, for Metacritic, I should say, uh, 26 of them are in the positive range. Three are in the mixed range of reviews. Okay. That's not bad at all. Not at all. Yeah, well, so basically over over 60 is positive. Um, 60 to, I think, maybe 40 or something like that is <laughs> mixed, and then below that is uh, negative. Okay. But yeah, this, nice. one should be, right. this one should be good. I'm excited Definitely. for this one. I am too. I always enjoy Guillermo del Toro's work, so. Right? Right? Uh, but yeah, that is the last movie that we have for this week. Travis, did you want to say anything about uh, any of these ones? Uh, no, I, no, I don't have anything. All right. Well, then I think you should go ahead and uh, visit us at Facebook or facebook.com slash movies are thing. We also on Twitter and Instagram at movies are thing. No spaces, dashes, slashes, anything like that at movies are a thing. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash movies are a thing. If you want to help support the podcast, we do have that over there. Otherwise, Travis. Yes, sir. I do believe that it is about that time. Here it comes. Kill the Trump. Thank you for listening to Movies Are a Thing. Be sure to tune in next week for more movies and tangents with us. If you come up here, are you going to actually just lay down? Or are you going to be a turd nugget? Turd nugget. Mm, turd nugget. Mm-hmm. What do you say? Yeah, that's the microphone. Good job. You found the microphone. Where are you going? I swear, this cat is going to be the death of me. <laughs> you. Yeah, you. What are you doing? What are you doing? Sorry, I'm kind of getting distracted here a little bit. Especially since he's stepping on my <laughs> mouse, too. Goose. Uh, I guess it'll probably happen, I don't know, after, after the world is saved or something. Oh, no, wait, no, that's another trailer. Shoot. Uh, <laughs> I missed it. <laughs> oh, how did I miss that trailer? Ah. Uh.
don't know. I don't know, man. Dark wing duck. Let's get dangerous. Danger. Duck wing duck. Ow. When there's trouble, you call DW. Duck wing duck. Let's get dangerous. Was that supposed to be a segue? No, it was not. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a good one if it was. Like, now that I think about it, it's like, oh, yeah, right. that's a good one. <laughs> right. So, I mean, I do kind of want to talk about this just a little bit more. Because, like... Okay. Hold on, I'm just rearranging stuff. Don't, don't, don't worry about me. No, that's not what I wanted to do. I wanted just that. No. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And that that is the uh oh where did it go? Sorry, one sec. Yeah, there it is. Not the mommy and daddy time. Oh god, I wasn't <laughs> even going there. But okay, yeah, that's true. <laughs> the the way you worded it was a little Ah, uh, yeah. Oh well, that's the magic of editing. Exactly. I'm gonna have to edit all that around. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Travis. That was weird. Interesting, interesting. Sounded like Rocky, but with like the Christopher Nolan horn. Yes. Yes. Okay. I was gonna do one thing here. Let's do that. Do this. And Travis, you ready for this? Yes. Oh, yeah, so we got our tree up, we got our lights up, everything like that. Yeah. Uh, we got a smaller tree this year. Nice. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Right. <laughs> Do you usually like a bigger tree? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, usually. Well, <laughs> you, I mean, there's always, you You can always get a bigger one next year. Travis, it kills <laughs> people, Travis. That's right. Llamas with hats. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, but sounds I should probably, good. I should probably get going, man. All right, sounds good. Go get some sleep. What is this sleep that you speak of? <laughs> That's true. You don't sleep very much. Dude, I went to sleep at like eleven yesterday, and I woke up at like two and three. Gross. Yeah. I hate I when saying. that happens. That's what I was saying. So, all right, I should go. Okay. Sounds you good. A good Goodbye. One you too. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye.